Have you been stuck in your house all day while a virus infects people around the world? Are you so bored that you have resorted to listening to random podcasts? Well, then you're in luck. Hi, I'm Jake, and I'm here with my good friend and roommate of two years, Rahul. Say hi, Rahul. Hey, everyone. Similar to most of the world, we were bored in self-quarantine, but we're trying to make something of it with this podcast. So join us in our wacky conversations as we try our best to entertain ourselves and all you lovely people out there. And with that, how you doing, bud? I'm doing pretty good. It's a Monday, but it's really nice out. It is very sunny and warm and has been for the past couple days. Actually, it, past like few days. I have a question for you, Jake. Oh, a question, huh? Yes, a question right off the bat. Sure, go for it. Last week, we promised the listeners a guest. So who is this guest? Um, oh, shoot. Were we supposed to have one prepared? Jake, I emailed you about this. I wasn't sure if I was supposed to physically bring one because, like, social distancing or if, like, I was just supposed to text someone. Wait, but this is a podcast, so the physical part wouldn't matter. Oh, shoot. Oh, um, I Are you guys going to tell me when this bit is over or should I just wait? <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh. We got what him. The We're heck? Good. Is this some sort of Zoom bomber? Some sort Zoom? of. Oh, wait, we're on Skype. Is this we some sort Skype. of Skype bot? Huh? Yes, some I'm sort Skype of bot. scammer? Yes. We're not I giving you any money. Well. You won't oh. take my money, you thief. You All right. Bot. You... We have Ted Grant here with us. Hello, I'm Ted Grant. Hello, Ted Grant. I'm Jake Lieberstein. Hi, Jake. And this is my friend, Rahul Padilla, roommate of two years. You heard the intro, you know. Yes, I was there for that. Yeah. Um, Ted is our roommate as well. Roommate of one year. One year. Uh, buddy. But friend for all four. Yes, friend for all four years. Starting, uh... I think we met during uh, the first floor meeting. Yeah, what was that, week one of freshman year? Uh, that was sixteen, I think. Yeah, it was earlier. Although, I was not there for your first floor meeting. No. You were not. You did not see how crazy Tyler was acting. Yeah. <laughs> so, technically, Rahul met you first. Yeah. And then... uh, I, was, I definitely met you the next time I went to hang out in Rahul's suite. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. You were definitely there for that. I mean, I was in Rahul's room pretty much every day freshman year. I think you were in that room more often than you were in your own, and that includes yes. 100%. 100% true. Then again, I think that might have been true for me as well after a point. You I definitely yeah. swung by there a lot. You did. Our room just kind of became the hangout room. Yeah, it was in a good place for it, too. It was also, like, slightly bigger than all the other dorms, because it was, like, on the corner. Yeah. Compared yes. to mine, which was, like, sleeping in a morgue. <laughs> like, smack in the middle of the hallway, too. Yeah. Right next to the elevator. Everything was super small. And I'm pretty sure that my suite was built for handicapped people. Oh? Why do you say that? The, uh, the bathroom that we had in my suite freshman year was about twice as big as anyone else's. But it didn't have anything to fill the space with, so I think it might have been for, like, a wheelchair or something. Interesting. Huh. Yeah. I do remember you having a, an extremely large bathroom. Yeah. 
and there was like a big drain on the floor. Uh, there weren't any like handlebars or anything, so people could like pull themselves up or anything. So I don't know. Work in progress. Work in progress for a building that was already seventy years old. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it was. Maybe the room was built by handicapped people for unhandicapped people. That whole building was built by handicapped people. <laughs> oh. And I don't mean that as an insult to handicapped people. You mean that as an insult to the building. Yes. If you ever get a chance to go to Drexel, check out Vanar. It's got a really nice ballroom, but that's, that's true, about it, does. it. That's about it. I mean, it's one of the better suite-based options. I had fun. Yeah. We I'm pretty did. sure the people made it fun, not the building. The no, building sure. help you build character. <laughs> it was the farthest one on campus, so it'll help you build your calves, if anything. Yeah, no kidding. And I had to drag one of those gigantic like art bags around everywhere with like a oh yeah, six the big foot long sketchbook. That thing was awful. Speaking of which, Ted, why don't you tell the viewers what your major is? Well, my major was. Game hey! art and production. But, what do you uh, mean was? <laughs> this Thursday, we're recording this on June 8th, 2020, I believe. Yep. Uh, in uh, in three days, on June the 11th, is my graduation. Woo! Yay! Wow, wow. And you know the funny thing? I don't feel any different. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what happens when you have a graduation on nothing. Yeah, like, I've <laughs> finished all my classes. There's only one more class I have to attend, and even then I don't have to, like, submit anything. So I'm done. I put my uh, my capstone project up on my portfolio website today. I uh, sent out a couple of job applications. Uh, you want to plug your uh, portfolio website here? Oh, yeah, ted-grant.com, the it's dash the being an actual dash. Also, you finished your senior project. I and did finish awesome. my senior project, and it is awesome. It is awesome. And anyone can go onto the website and download it. And it's awesome, so yeah. do it. Heck yeah. Do it, you, you won't. Go check that out. You can go check that out at uh, boardandshield.com. Board Gosh. and shield, like like a skateboard. Yeah. It's it's such a cool game. It's hilarious. We'll put we'll put um, all the links in the in the summary on on Spotify. Ah uh, yeah yeah we can do that. Um, I I remember playing it in the beta version I think. And that or maybe free alpha even. All I know is that I played against you, and <laughs> it was really cool. God, it is so much better now. I I, yeah. I promise oh God, you. Yeah. I, I I believe it and I've seen it so I got a chance to look at the like the finished product and oh my god it's, it's come leaps and bounds it's so leaps good because I think Jake you played it with me when I was doing testing for it in like the beginning of winter which was like like mid January and yes. oh my god the winter term was the the most productive term I had on that project, and it is like night and day now. Oh yeah, it Good. is so crazy. And you didn't you got a reward or you got nominated for one? Uh, we oh, got yeah. honorable oh, mention. Oh, honorable mention. Okay. Yeah, we got honorable mention for uh 
a computer science competition amongst all of the senior capstone projects uh, that go through that school, which includes okay. like websites and applications and games and everything. And I think we got fourth place overall, which basically means an honorable mention. Sounds impressive Which is to still me. really good, right? Like, there's a whole bunch of projects. Oh, yeah. There had to have been, like, 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really good. There were, like, 14 games alone. Jeez! That's, yeah, that's just the games. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, neither of you guys tuned in for, like, the, the, the showcase, did you? I did not. Not the showcase showcase. Yeah. Like, there were, there were things that were at that showcase that I had never seen. Oh, because they, they lumped us in with, like, the animation students, too, and I had never seen any yeah. of the, the stuff that they had been working on. Mm-hmm. There was this one short that was incredible, and it was the first one to go, because I think that it was organized in such a way that, like, the stuff that looked the best went first. Yeah. But it was, like, this... It was this little short about, like, one of those those guys that you see on a street sign, the little black silhouette character... Uh, he falls in love with a girl who's on the uh, the stoplight across the street. <laughs> oh, jeez. That's yeah. adorable. It's that really looks... cute. And he, like, goes on this little adventure to get across the street and reach her. Did it win? Oh, yeah. And, oh, like, the nice. whole, uh, everything except for the little signed characters are uh, are actually live action, and they, like, composited them in. So it oh, wow. takes place a couple of blocks from where we lived, actually. Oh, snap. Yeah, on Penn's campus, though, so they're basically traitors. Oh, jeez. <gasps> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Penn's campus is so much nicer. Yeah. 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 At least visually. I mean, Ted, you don't we have get to all think about food. college ever again. Yeah, I guess I don't have to. <laughs> I mean, you can if you want. No one's stopping you. Well, you're making me think about it right now. Oh, God. Stop Come thinking on, about it. I'll try. Is it working? What are we talking about? Perfect. Um, Yeah. So you don't feel any different, huh? I'm afraid not. I mean, it'll probably hit me once things are, like, actually over. Like, maybe, like, July. I don't know. When I get into a different schedule, have a little bit more free time. But as of right now, it still hasn't hit me. I mean, Mm. when you get your first job and you realize it's not a co-op... (laughs) <laughs> then I think it'll yeah. hit you. Yeah, you're not going to leave in six months. <laughs> Jeez. I don't six even know what's going to happen with that. Yeah. With what? With, with, uh, with job applications and stuff. It is, an, it is a very interesting culture. Yeah, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump in here and ask you, because sure. you have the unique experience of going applying to jobs during this whole pandemic part while Jake and I are still in school for another year. Yeah, year. So what's it, what's it like out there? What's what's the real world like right now? Um, well, I can tell you that my brother has gotten a head start over me because his classes ended before mine. Okay. Um, I haven't had as much experience, but I can tell you that um, sometimes it's kind of a crapshoot as to whether or not they will even reply to you. Oh. Because there are a lot of places that are currently on a hiring freeze. Uh, yeah. Just in case, I, I should clarify. Like, I'm applying. I'm applying to uh, uh, to to game studios, to places that make video games. So, uh, I don't know if this applies to other businesses. I know it applies to 
some I've spoken to some people outside of the business and they're they're on hiring freezes but like I've applied to a bunch of places that still have yet to get back to me and I sent out those applications like two months ago jeez yeah it's kind of discouraging because I don't know if it's because my application didn't get past some system they have set up or if they're just not putting effort into hiring new people right now like will I get a reply once they get back into it or is it just over I don't know yeah lots of unknowns yeah but I mean gotta cast that net wide you know someone was yes. bound to respond definitely someone yeah it may not be a lot of people but someone my brother actually just uh, recently got a response from a pretty big name company, uh, and they sent him a test to take. No. <laughs> yeah. A test. Mm-hmm. Whoa, scary. I don't know much of the details about it, um, but I do know that the questions were very interesting. Oh. Yeah. Can you share any of this? Uh, I can't. I don't know much about it. All right, that's that's fair. Uh, what little he has told me uh, is held back by an NDA. I see. Uh, Your yeah. brother graduated, right? He did. He did. He graduated uh, about about a month ago now. Uh, okay. No, so a little bit looking for jobs. earlier than that. Yeah. So we're both looking for jobs in the same field. <laughs> uh, so we're trying to put our heads together for it. Would you want to work at the same place as him? Um, I think we know the answer, and I think the answer is no. <laughs> I wouldn't be against it, but in a way, I would like to branch out. I mean, we did brothers. go to different schools, after all. Yes, yes, you did. Did he have to do some sort of senior project, too? He did. He did, uh, he did a two-person senior project, uh, oh, just him wow. and a programmer. Uh, for comparison, my group was 12 people. <laughs> um. He and uh, his friend uh, worked on a top-down uh, strategy game, not unlike early Fire Emblem games. Uh, uh. Except the gimmick is that all of the weapons that you uh, that you obtain are randomly generated, not unlike a gacha or loot box uh, system. And they have like a randomly generated name and stats and stuff, uh, and you have to work with what you get. And try to try to beat the game with these like bizarre guns and stuff that you pick up. It's kind of like trying to break down the strategy game system in a way so that you can't really favor certain units over others. You just have to do with what you're given. Yeah. Interesting. It's pretty cool. And Sam did all of the art for it, uh, made all the characters. Uh, there's a version of it up somewhere. I'd have to ask him where it is. Uh, but it's pretty cool. And the game is called uh, Live Ill, I believe, named after the town that it takes place in. I see. Cool. He's particularly proud of one character that he made, which is a, a, a humanoid bee with a samurai sword. <laughs> it's pretty cool. The humanoid bee. So, like, yes. a bee with human legs, or... Like a bee that stands up and is, like, the size of a person... But bees have, like, six legs. legs? Yeah, it's got two sets of arms. Ah, okay, okay. And wings, I guess? Figured that, like, uh, yeah, it has wings, too. Figured that, like, uh, bees would have a kind of feudal, 
like Bushido based society if they were sentient. <laughs> so I made them samurais, which is cool. I suppose. Interesting. <laughs> interesting. It's a cool character. Yes. Yeah. Although, why walk if you can fly? Uh, cause legs. I mean, bees walk normally right, sometimes right too. Yeah. I suppose. I guess their wings get tired. Do wings? Do their wings get tired? Yeah, it's a muscle, right? Is it a muscle? Is it a muscle? I, I thought don't know. that like don't don't at least spiders have like hydraulics in their legs instead of muscles. <laughs> Wait, what? It's, yeah, they have, like, it, natural yeah. hydraulics. It's like a hydraulic-type system. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Spiders are weird, man. Spiders are creepy. That's why when they die, they curl up instead of go limp. Okay, are bee wings muscles? I know, like, like birds have muscles in their wings, for sure. Birds have muscles, definitely. Yeah, um, okay, okay, I stand corrected. Bee wings do not have muscles. Really? Flight of bees is very different from flight of birds. Ask a biologist. That makes sense. <laughs> Um, what if we don't have a biologist to ask? God, we're not even 20 minutes into this, and we've already gotten a strange question. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like our usual conversations at night. It is. (laughs) Oh, God, those night conversations. Okay, so unlike most birds, insect muscles are not attached to the wings, but to the walls of the body in such a way that even a slight change in the form of the thoracic move wings rapidly up and down. Okay, I'm getting to the part where I don't really understand the the <laughs> the mumbo jumbo. Well, <laughs> thoracic means stuff. something involving uh, the torso because the thorax is like the middle body part. Right. So like I guess it moves its thorax in a way and that makes the wings move. I guess. Oh, here's a cool image. Which uh, yeah, yeah, that's it. Okay, yeah, it, the image explains exactly what you just said. Oh, really? Ah. I was right? Yeah, you were. Oh, cool. Ted, you're a biologist. Ted, you're a beekeeper. Oh, wait. I don't I mean, think that would be a good idea. I don't think <laughs> you know, beekeepers don't exactly take... Well, I guess they take care of bees. Uh, yeah, I think they do. Wait, what do you it's think a beekeeper they did. does otherwise, Jake? Yeah. <laughs> they just kind of enslave them. What? <laughs> yeah. Is that what beekeepers do? I don't really have the experience with that. I feel it. Like beekeeper? It sounds like, what, you keep bees? Yeah. yeah, like a housekeeper. I suppose. You, you keep houses? Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, like keep in this sense is like maintain, you know? Right. English is weird, man. What a conversation. I just feel like beekeepers are somewhat evil. But maybe I'm wrong. Well, they I've definitely look like aliens in those suits. Are you okay. saying like, uh, aliens aren't peaceful? Uh, my lawyer has told me not to answer that question. (laughs) Fair enough. Okay, speaking of bees, because my other friend group brought this up too, do you guys remember the Black Mirror bee episode? I do. So, for the audience, audience, listeners, I always get confused, who don't know, basically, Black Mirror is like a dystopian dystopian future, futuristic show, and this one episode, the honeybees actually like all died out so they made little robot bees to pollinate all the flowers and plants in the world but because there were robots they were like controlled by an ai algorithm so someone hacked into them it and we're using the bees to basically target this one person and 
murder them. And it was it was terrifying. Yeah. Black Mirror is so messed up. Black Mirror is very it's messed up. And that's why I love it's messed it. Up. Yeah. Uh, it's I took a, a class actually that involved watching episodes of Black Mirror. Really? Yeah, did I not tell you? What class was this? I took a sci-fi literature class. We uh we read books and watched movies and wrote essays about uh, their interpretations of society and the future. Uh, we read 1984. Uh, we read this crazy book about like this cult forming around this uh, this woman that lived in the slum and eventually they like go into space and like space. occupy planets and it this character <laughs> passes away and like the end of book one becomes like a messianic figure it's crazy i don't even remember what the title the heck oh my gosh but we also watched like soylent green and black mirror so it was fun okay interesting we watched the uh the episode of black mirror with um where where people can like put this thing in their eyes and record everything they see oh that's uh, a good yeah. one and like watch it back mm-hmm. that was that was disturbing that is Humans are meant to forget things for a reason. That mm. was a messed up episode. That was a really dark episode, for for a handful of reasons. Because oh, like, yeah. you can you can empathize with the guy that we're seeing it all uh, through the perspective of because like oh his wife is cheating on him this that, and the other thing, but you can also like think of it that like oh this guy's a lunatic because everything he says is like really abusive towards her anyway. And you ever notice too that like. Everyone in Black Mirror has these really nice, like, vintage cars. They all, yeah, they're all, like, well-dressed. They all, uh, yeah, but, like, nice the, houses. The, the cars they drive are all from, like, the 60s and 70s, but they have these really fancy, like, postmodern houses. It's the weirdest thing. Huh. I don't think it, is that, like, every episode? Because I haven't uh, picked up on that. I feel like it's in most of them. It was in that one, and we watched the other one of the, uh, the like the husband. The, this couple moves into like a small house in the, in like the countryside, and the husband dies in a car crash, and she orders like a robot husband to replace oh, him. Oh yeah! I re I rewatched that episode recently. Because uh. I watched a movie with like a similar idea to it. Do you know that what movie it was? Curl up. Or no, it wasn't a movie. It was um Westworld, the TV ah, show. Okay. Mm. And it's like that's good. Oh my it's so complex and confusing. I can't follow it. It seems to overtake Game of Thrones once it started getting good. Oh jeez. Let's okay, let's not. Oh. Yeah, we're not gonna talk about Game of Thrones. You know I could go nuts that. on that. But, but I, I would say the one one thing remember remember twenty nineteen, the worst thing was the ending of Game <laughs> of Thrones? Simply we're just has. ending it there. We're just ending it there. That's it. But the concept of being able to bring back someone from the dead is such an interesting concept. Yeah. So I I rewatched that episode of Black Mirror because that's what it's all about. And it's it's very sad. It's really messed up. It it is. Like, like. It's like it's hard to blame the woman for doing it. That's the whole thing with Black Mirror is that it's written in such a way that you can kind of see yourself in it. Hence the name Black Mirror. Oh, snap. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, I mean, the title, I think, is supposed to represent a television that's been turned off. Yeah, or like a phone that's been... Yeah. Yeah. So it's all about that dark reflection of humanity that's real, but extreme. <laughs> Definitely recommend the show, though. Oh, awesome show. It's fantastic. It's so good. And it's I was really talking exciting. to the professor of that sci-fi class about it later. Uh, he said that he could teach an entire class on striking vipers alone. Oh, jeez, really? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, consider as well that the professor was also um, a black father ah, in, a, okay. in a good marriage. I see. Uh, and could see a lot of himself in that episode. Interesting. So he huh. was kind of like the perfect audience for that. Right. I definitely resonate with some episodes more than others. Yeah. For sure. So. It's bound to happen with a show like that, with an anthology series. Yeah. It's like Twilight Zone. I love anthology series. Oh, absolutely. So good. It's a very good, very good um, structure for a show. Jake, Especially could you picture you have... uh, an anthology series based on the SCP Foundation? 100%. Oh, God. Oh, God. That would be uh, the best way to do it. Ted, I've rewatched all those um, YouTube videos. Oh, with, uh, Consignment? SCP. Yeah, SCP yeah. Consignment. And I've, I heard recently the uh, the guy who did it um, just got a co-writer to start working on it. Ah. So it'll start moving faster. Cool. I've also been reading more of them. Um, for those of you that don't know, SCP Foundation. Actually, Ted, can you explain it? Because I can't. I physically I no don't idea. understand how to explain it. All right, so let me try my best. It, try um, your best. It started as a, a, a post on 4chan, actually. Doesn't it always? It, yeah, <laughs> usually does. It was on the one board that was based around talking about paranormal stuff like ghosts and aliens. Uh, but the, uh, the post in question was of, uh, a photo of an art exhibit that this Japanese, uh, sculptist, sculptor, sculptor, sculptor. uh, this Japanese sculptor made a, a statue that was like six feet tall and it was made out of like paper mache and stuff. And it was this like human looking doll that leaned against the wall uh, and it was, like, all gross and muddy, and the floor is, like, splattered with, like, mud and stuff. Uh, and so they have that image attached to it. And then there's uh, the post that has... It's, like, written out in the style of a government document, and it's breaking down this supposed paranormal creature that looks like that sculpture. Uh, and they say that it's called SCP-173, hence the name. Um, and it's some sort of statue that can move when it's not within eyesight of a person. And it likes oh, to geez. kill people uh, by snapping their necks when they're not looking. And the mud on the floor is a mixture of like feces and blood that spontaneously appears in the area around the statue as it sits in the room. So they have to send in people to clean it up so that it doesn't fill the room. Uh so they have these like these people called D class that they send in to clean it up, which are like uh, criminals on death row that no one cares about anymore. 
so they can just like send them in and let them die if anything goes wrong. Uh, and people really liked that idea. They thought it was cool that there's like this government agency or like extra governmental agency out there that's like hunting down all of these spooky things and containing them. And they have all these documents that written up to describe them all. So these people got together and they started making a thing out of it where uh, they made a website that was basically like a wiki and they just w- made a list of all of these items and creatures and people that were like supernatural and spooky that the foundation, the SCP foundation has, uh, has captured and contained or has tried to contain. And it's just sort of grown over the course of like 15 years. And now there's thousands of articles that people have written and it's all fan made and it's super cool. So and people current- now they want to do, uh, like an, people want to see like a TV show of it. There have been games, they're all fan made. Uh, and it would really fit in like an anthology thing. Yeah, there's currently like five thousand of them. Something like that, yeah. On the website, uh, SCP, uh, I think, dash wiki dot net or something. I like think that. so, yeah. <laughs> and there's stories too. There's like, like, all this fiction and uh, these like full books you can read about the people that contain them and all the other people that they have to deal with that are trying to like destroy them or take over the world and whatnot. The yeah, whole uh, idea of the government like capturing all the like extraterrestrial spooky like nonsense gives me Cabin in the Wood vibes for sure. Cabin in the Woods was definitely inspired by the SCP Foundation. It's like yes. it's it's exactly that, and it goes into that kind of thing too, where like in Cabin in the Woods they were using these creatures to like stop something worse from happening, kind of like a necessary evil thing, and yeah, SCP yeah. is full of that. Oh, yeah. Oh, it gets really dark. But yeah. it would be so popular as a TV show. So it's scp-wiki.net if you want to check it out. Super cool. I've Super so cool. I, yeah, I started reading them in chronological order. Um, there are about 5,000 of them. I'm currently on 800-something. Jeez. I'm in the 800s. Really going through it. I am going through it. The first thousand is where most of the like most famous ones are, I guess, because sure. they they went in order generally with the numbers. Yeah. But there are some there are some later down the line, and like my I think my favorite one is like three thousand something something, and it's okay. one of the few things I've read on the internet that like made me want to stay up late at night. <laughs> it's it's crazy. It, it's like not just monsters too. It's like Objects, artifacts, locations. They get they get Anomalies. weird. Yeah. One of them's a uh, one of them's a choose your own adventure game <laughs> that you can actually play on the website. Huh. Yeah, it's like some sort of monster that uh, travels through stories, and they trapped it by putting it in a story that loops on itself. Ah. Uh, a little bit like Black Mirror Bandersnatch. Yeah, a little bit. Oh, that was a very good movie, g- game, movie, Can I game let you in on a secret? Show? Oh, it's yeah. totally a game. It's totally a game. <laughs> um, I've never seen it. 
What? Ooh. Ted. You should I've try never it. played Bandersnatch, and I think it's not worthwhile anymore because I know what the twist is. Yeah, yeah. It is. like, yeah. I sure. didn't for a while. I, I just saw people talking about it, and then I could just guess from all the memes people were making about it. It was very popular for a little yeah. bit. Yeah, and it seems very worthy of it, too. It sounds cool. It's just like, it's, it's, certainly, it's one of those things. It's certainly a unique experience. Yeah. For a TV show series. Yeah. I played it with uh, my friends at home, and we were arguing so much about all the all the choices. Good. That's probably what they wanted you to do. Yep. It was very fun. <laughs> ah. Can okay. I can I uh, bring up a topic? Oh, for sure. It's a related well, topic. It depends. Because I wanted to ask what your guys' thoughts are on media that, like, can kind of only be consumed once. Like Bandersnatch. Okay. Hmm. In the sense that you know everything that's coming? Yeah. Like, the element of surprise. Because, like, we watched Game of Thrones together. We're talking about Bandersnatch. Jake, you're excited for The Last of Us 2. I am. And I know you've played through The Last of Us like a billion times. I think but five like or six. But five yeah. or six? That sounds about right. And then you watched <laughs> me play it. I did watch you play it. That and was that fun. was a ton of fun. Yeah. Yes. I loved the experience. That was great. Um, and honestly, I'm debating whether or not I want to get Last of Us 2. Because, mm. um, like, I want to get it so that I can experience it and have that experience before it's spoiled for me on the internet because there are many there are many spoilers and leaks on the internet yeah but like at the same time i i i I don't know how i really if i'm going to enjoy the game and if i don't get it and it's spoiled to me like is it worth ever actually playing it oof that's tough yeah i I know it's a bit heavier than the usual stuff we talk about here (laughs) Not heavier, just something to think about. Yeah. Uh, I guess I've been thinking very critically of things lately. My dad wants my brother and I to start this, like, YouTube channel where we do, like, critiques and stuff. So my he dad's wants been you to start a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you better he not. Actually, I, I did actually make him listen to a couple episodes of the podcast. Great. Oh, nice. What did yeah. he think? I've been spreading this podcast everywhere I can. Oh, thanks, Dad. Yeah. By any chance, have you spread it to someone in Germany? Um, <laughs> I don't believe so. I don't think I know anyone in Germany. Because according to Anchor, we have a listener in Germany. Sick. <laughs> and I, I was... know someone in Amsterdam, but I haven't shared it with him yet. What? I would, I would love to meet whoever this person is from Germany. Twenty percent <laughs> of our listeners are from Germany. That's awesome. Well, uh. Hello, German people. Hello. Hello. Yes. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I know. That's why I was very, very confused. Yeah. Great. So, like, yeah, well, I I guess, what are your thoughts on that question? Like, I, should things be like that? Or, like, I don't know. Do you it, enjoy things like that? It definitely varies person to person. Yeah. Um, I personally... If something is spoiled for me, I typically do not then want to experience it for myself. 
Sure. Have you ever um, actually encountered a spoiler that made you want to experience something more? Something more? Hmm. More? Hmm. Like, have you seen so. a spoiler that was that made you like, oh, I have to see that now? Uh, I mean, actually, yeah, you know, yeah. Tying it in, uh, so uh, as as you may or may not know, I have I recently, well, recently, different depends on your definition of recently. Started and completed. Avatar: The Last Airbender. Ah, okay. And it was the uh, I was on my friends' other podcast, and they're like, "You have to watch this." I was like, oh, "I don't know, I don't know." But actually, um, it was a Facebook uh, ad of Avatar versus Fire Lord Ozai, and it was just so epic. I was like, "Okay, well," and it like showed the whole fight. So I obviously you know what happens, sure. and I was like, "Okay, this is actually pretty cool." I kind of want to watch the whole show now. Yeah, that's exactly the kind of thing I'm talking about. Interesting. I don't think yeah. I've ever had an experience like that. I can't think of one. It might be hard to come up with one. I think I, I, I know one at least that I've experienced. Cause like this is even this is for something that's not even out yet. No. <laughs> yeah. Cause Jake, you remember going with me to see the uh, Godzilla King of Monsters, right? Yes, I do. Well, I read a thing kind of. A little ways back, actually, about the one that was actually supposed to come out in, like, a month from now. But it's not, because Corona. Right. Um, Godzilla versus Kong. Ah, uh, like yes. Tying it in with uh, Kong Skull Island. The showdown. Yeah, the, f- the showdown that has been fated to happen for centuries. Yep. And about Wait, 80 years happened? of cinema. Uh, it happened once, technically, in, like, the 70s. Oh, I did not know that. But, like, eh. We don't talk about it? People eh? like to talk about it because it's goofy. Uh, I oh, see. Okay. Everything back then was goofy. Yes. <laughs> Look up the uh, the Godzilla tail slide kick if you want to know more. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you had to say, Ted. Yeah. But, like... Generally, for a movie or a game that I'm excited about, I try to avoid spoilers. Sure. Um, but, like, you know, I, I browse a bunch of Reddit, and I see articles on r slash movies and r slash two best friends play, because they uh-huh. love Godzilla. Um, and people are saying that Mechagodzilla is going to be in it. Oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and this is all pure rumor and leaks and stuff up to this point. Right. But... God damn, if that doesn't make me want to see that movie more. <laughs> I I mean, I I've watched they're not spoilers, but like trailers and commercials for things. Trailers can definitely be spoilers. Uh, yeah, they can. God, but I have kind of I stopped watching trailers. Yeah, yeah. straight away from yeah. trailers. I, I commend your your willpower things. in that regard, Rahul. It's hard to remember helping you cover your eyes when we went to see Infinity War. Oh, yeah. I, I did not <laughs> see a single trailer for Infinity War, and I was very happy. It was funny. There was a trailer for Infinity War at Infinity War. <laughs> I was like, stop. <laughs> so that's what Ted means by he had to help me out. I was like, oh, God. I thought about that. Yeah, I was like, Ted, and Ted's like, go. You need to go. <laughs> go now. Yeah, you, you left the room. I forgot that. <laughs> I was, like, so shocked. Yeah, I went to get you. <laughs> And then, were we like watching? We were walking into the theater when it was playing, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes. And you're like, you need to leave now. <laughs> uh, oh, funny. And then an the second one, 
was uh, Captain Marvel. I didn't I, see any of the trailers for that, and I was like, okay, this was actually a pretty good movie. But apparently, everyone else, like our friend group that saw, it was like, oh, ninety percent of what you thought was really good was like revealed in the trailers. Yeah, I didn't actually watch a lot of trailers for that either, but that was more because I just wasn't excited for it. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. Spoilers, or not, just like knowing something before you experience it. It it depends on what it is. Yeah, I guess so. Sure. Like, I dream about the way that I would make trailers for games and for movies and stuff, like, 24-7. Oh, so, interesting. Yeah, it's it's a kind of analysis that I have from that. It's like, oh, what scenes would I have if I cut the trailer for this game or this movie? Like, what would I include and what would I not? Would I want to tease people with so-and-such spoilery thing, or would I want to keep it out? Right. I mean, one uh, thing that I would yeah. love is to have the opportunity to, like, replay something for the first time. Oh, yeah. definitely. Definitely. That's... I know you would say The Last of Us if I asked you what it would be. 100%. <laughs> Same with the Dark Souls and Bloodborne game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's another thing that I don't know if I would want to play, because I know too much about it. Right. I only own Bloodborne. It's, I mean, it's fun to play for the challenge. Yeah. Not it, what about you, Rahul? But... What would you want to uh, redo for the first time? Uh, redo? Hmm. I don't know if I've, I've... I've definitely not have played as many games as you guys have, but... True. I don't know. For it can be a book or a movie. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a game. Ooh. Okay. In that case, that, oh, that just makes it harder. There's so many options. <laughs> um, well, then again, you haven't seen a lot of movies either. That, that is true. Um, we still need to finish that list I made. There is a list, yes. Yes. God. Interstellar, I think I'd want to see again for the first time. Ooh. Okay. Interesting. That's an interesting choice. Very long movie, but it was so good. Did you I, see like, it in theaters? No, I saw it, but I oh. saw it, like, a very large home theater with my friends. Okay. I and saw we it in theaters. Blown away. I actually have kind of a funny story about that. It's not oh. that long, though. Go uh, for it. I'll think of my book in the meantime. Like, my whole family on my mother's side got together to go see Interstellar in theaters oh, on, great. like, the day after it came out. Not because we wanted to see the movie. <laughs> I was. I think. I think my brother and I were the only two people who were actually excited to see Interstellar. We were excited for it. Uh, well, everyone else was excited for it because uh, a trailer for Episode Seven of Star Wars would be playing ah, beforehand. I see. And my family was very, very excited for that. So <laughs> they wanted to see it in IMAX before they saw it on like their laptops or something. Sure. And, you know, that's fair. And then I got to see Interstellar in IMAX, and that blew my mind. Yeah. Oh, I man. can only imagine what that movie is like on an IMAX oh, it screen. Oh, was, it was overwhelming. Yeah. Everything Christopher Nolan does like that is nuts. Oh, uh, boy. Books that I want to read again, the one that comes to mind first is Ready Player One. Yeah. The hmm. book was... I never watched the movie because everyone said it was really bad. But oh, really? I've heard it's better. Was, the book was really good. Okay. I enjoyed the movie, but I've never read the book. 
Yeah, I've heard the movie's like one of those movies that's a book adaptation, but just kind of overwhelms the book and just becomes what people think of. Really? Kinda like uh, like Jurassic Park. Huh. Well, uh, now I guess I have to watch the movie. Yeah, I'd say so. I haven't seen it, though. Yeah. Movie adaptations uh, are hard. It can be, yeah. Unless you're Peter Jackson. <laughs> Just do uh, all of Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. What an amazing yeah. series. I have all of the books, like, 15 feet away from me right now. Nice. Would you like to read all of them for the audience? Uh, right now? Yeah, right now. All three. Okay. Uh, <laughs> ready? Ready. Uh, tell me one. Go ahead. Done. Wow. That was the whole thing. All three books? All four. I had The Hobbit, too. Oh, perfect. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even realize that you read The Hobbit. <laughs> yeah, I did it kind of fast. Sorry. I, maybe, I, maybe I slept through that one. Oh, it My happens. Bad. It's not the most exciting book. It was written for children. It's a great book. Yeah, it is a good book. I would love to read that to my child. Yeah. I'm going to do that one day. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Interesting. That's the kind of thing that you don't think about planning, but you totally have a plan for it. I have a plan for it now. Wait, children or reading to children? Reading to children. Reading the Hobbit to a child. I I know you have a book in mind that you would read to your kids. I, I actually do. I it's there's a my my grandpa actually bought me uh, like a little it was like the scholastic like book case quote unquote of like a whole bunch of Curious George books. There's like like fifteen of like short stories of Curious George in like the whole bookcase quote unquote. He got me that for Christmas one year and he read all of them to me. Um, so and it's actually sitting on my shelf. I'm looking at it right now. So that's probably what I'd read to him. Nice. Very short. Wow. Good, uh, good series. Yeah, it is. I mean, Silly I feel like everyone would say like Harry Potter and stuff like that sure. as an example. Ah, but you want to read that to your kids? That's 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 a lot. I had it read to me. <laughs> really? All yeah. Harry Potter? All seven books. Interesting. As they were coming out. Oh, so you were little. Mm-hmm. Wow. Honestly, I probably don't remember quite a bit of it and the the movies have filled in the gaps but sure. yeah well yeah i still think they're pretty good wasn't book i feel like book one was written before we were even born yeah, uh, yeah i think it was like 96 huh let me check yeah go for it it came out in uh mm. well the movie came out in 2001 uh the book came out in 2007, or not, sorry, 1997. Oh, one year before I was born. Yeah, actually, almost exactly one year before I was born. It's off oh. by uh, by seven days, actually. So yeah, not it's kind of crazy. Ago. But then again, it came out in America in September of 98. Oh, okay. So, I was born by then. Where was it first released? UK. Got it. Interesting. Interesting how it took almost a year, or over a year, actually. To get to, the, to, get to America. Well, then again, people didn't know what it was back then, because it was only the first book. Also, people in America didn't know how to read the, yet. People in America <laughs> know how to read? 
1997. Oh, yeah. That was a 2000 thing. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> turn of the turn of millennium. Yeah. Revolutionary. Boom. <laughs> You've made it to the year 2000. You've unlocked the skill da, 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 to read. Man. <laughs> I also actually haven't seen the last three Harry Potter movies. The Whoa. Okay. Yeah. I haven't seen the book six one and neither of the book seven ones. But I know what happens because of the the books were read to me. Right. I haven't seen. I've seen all the Harry Potter movies. I haven't seen all the the fanta- I haven't seen any of the Fantastic Beast stuff. I've heard they're 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 not worth it. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen any of them either. But I don't think I'm going to. Then again, Rahul, you've only seen one Indiana Jones movie. This is true. Yes. And I'm I had to sit you down for it. Yes. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm just not a huge movie person, I guess. That's right. Can I tell you? I told my dad about it once, and he asked like where you were born. (laughs) He's like, "Are you living under a rock?" (laughs) Jeez. I've been rewatching the uh, Star Wars movies. Oh Oh. sure. I've I've watched. I'm going in chronological order, so I watched one and two, and now I want to watch the Clone Wars series because oh yeah, that's between movie two and three. I gotta watch that too, actually. It's so, a good one. Jake, yeah. have you ever heard of the Machete Order? I have heard of the Machete Order. I looked it up while I was looking up the chronological order. I yeah, I don't know it. why that's so popular, but it sounds like fun. Yeah. it's uh, Rahul, do you know what it is? The Machete Order? I got nothing. Uh, the Machete Order is like a particular way to view Star Wars. Uh, and I don't know why it's called Machete. I think it's called that because of how it, like, cuts into the uh, original trilogy. Huh, okay. Um, the Order... Yeah. Oh, they've added to it now that there's more movies. It goes uh, episode 4, 5, 2, 3, and 6. And that's it. What? <laughs> 4, 5, 2, 3, Interesting. So they skip over the first one, or they skip over episode 1 entirely. Not the first three. one. And uh, 3. No, 3's there. It's the second to last one, though. Oh. It's an, yeah, it's an it's uh yeah four five six two three. Oh wait, four five. Four five two three six. Two three six. Okay. But there's only one true way to watch Star Wars. Of course. Four, and five, that's six. holiday special, and that's it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Have you guys that. ever actually seen it? <laughs> no. I have. It's I, awful. I haven't seen it, but I've seen um. Like the cover for it, and yeah, I'm not yeah. gonna. If you ever have an interest in watching the Star Wars Holiday Special, yep. go watch The Mandalorian and never think that way again. <laughs> <laughs> I will get The Mandalorian eventually. Mandalorian's Chad, you... actually like canon to it. Ted, have you watched any of Adventure Time? I haven't. I've been waiting. And You're I will gonna... wait still. Okay. Because we need to finish that together, Jake. How, so how am I going to watch Adventure Time if I can't grab my friends? <laughs> That's true. And you can't grab anyone currently because of the coronavirus. Yeah. Social distancing prevents people from being grabbed. So you can't, you can't watch Adventure Time. Nope. It's, it's physically impossible. Unless you want to risk grabbing your friend. But, you know, 
Well, I can grab my brother, but that's a little different. Is he your friend? He's my brother. So then you're good. Yeah, but it's different. It's different. It's not the same. Uh, I miss Adventure Time. Same. I actually haven't been watching, like, anything since I quarantined myself. Huh. Well, I tried to watch a bit of Batman the Animated Series, but uh, I stopped paying for the service. Let's see. I've seen Avatar, currently watching Legend of Korra. Um, I watched Outer Banks on Netflix. Oh, I started watching Madam Secretary. What's that? Uh, it is a show. Uh, it's a political drama. So okay. that, that should probably tell you mostly what you need to know about the <laughs> Secretary of State. Oh, okay. Like, and is it a specific Secretary of State? Uh, like, there's an actress who plays a role. It's Yeah, but, like, is she playing a person from history, or is it, like, a made-up president? Uh, made-up president in, like, modern day. Okay. Got it. And it's, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. My parents, uh, were watching it, and, like, Rhea and I would just, like, happen to be in the room or, like, eating dinner while they were watching it, and we're like, this is actually kind of good. Hmm. Nice. Interesting. I watched yeah, the first you... episode of Outer Banks. Ha <laughs> nice. Because of your recommendation. <laughs> Uh, people either love it or hate it or love it because it's so bad. Okay. I think I you seem to really like those kinds of shows, Rahul. I do. I do. <laughs> it, it has a soft, soft spot in my heart. I don't know why. <laughs> I kind of like something that's bad can be fun. I kind of uh, lie in the hate category. <laughs> <laughs> I figured. I figured. Fair yeah, enough. Not my show. There is one show I actually wanted to watch recently. I'm thinking of doing it. Which oh. is. Uh, I've been thinking of watching Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol? Yeah. It's a um, show? Yeah, it's a show on... I think it's on HBO Max or the Warner Brothers app. Does um, it have anything to do with the video game Doom? No, it doesn't. Um, oh. It does have something to do with the DC Comics characters, the Doom Patrol, uh, whom you may oh, remember from okay. Teen Titans. <laughs> yes. We're talking, like, Moduck? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. <laughs> what? I don't think that was his actual name, but then again, I'm blanking on it. I'm a bad what? DC fan right now. Ooh, bad yeah. DC fan. Bad. One of the rare moments where I get something wrong about DC Comics. I've never heard of the Doom Patrol. Uh, Did you watch the Teen Titans? Because I guarantee you'll recognize them. They're like the, the animated that... show? Yeah, yeah. I did watch the Teen Titans. They're the the people that Beast Boy was with before he joined the Teen Titans. There was one guy that was like a robot, and another who was like bandaged from head to toe. Slightly ringing a bell, but I haven't seen the show in a while. Fair enough. Well, uh, so the show that's on uh, that's on streaming right now uh, right. is about them and Cyborg for some reason. Um, and it's kind of like word. this group of dysfunctional people trying to be superheroes. Nice. Nice. Doom Patrol. It's cool uh, name. Nathan Fillion, I believe, is in it, actually. You may recognize Nathan him from Fillion. Serenity or Firefly. I actually never watched Firefly, but I want to. Even what though is it got Firefly? Oh, boy. <laughs> Firefly. Firefly. No, 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 no. Like, you, I don't blame you for not knowing it. Uh... You would probably like it, actually. Oh, jeez. Um, 
Firefly is uh, no, 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 not because it's so good, so bad. It's good. It's oh, okay. like actually good. Oh, okay. Um, Firefly is basically cowboys in space. <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah. It's like okay. a. It's the definition of cult classic. Cult. Whenever I go to like one of those nerd conventions, I'm always telling you guys about. There's always like, I want to say maybe maybe 15% of cosplayers that go there are dressed up in Firefly gear. Oh, man. But it got uh, it got cut after... It got killed seasons? after, like, a, a, season, a season, maybe two. Yeah, and then Serenity came out to sort of wrap things up. But people were very sad that it got cancelled. Yeah. Oh, okay. Last last topic. What is a show, movie, game, something, some form of media that definitely got cut too short, in your opinion? Ooh, that is a very good question. Yes. Does it have to have been got cut short, or like could we be upset at just the ending? Oh wait, let me make a correction. That's a different first, question. It's not Nathan Philly, and it's That's Brendan Fraser. Question. That okay. is a different question. Okay, different question. Uh, that got cut too short. Something that got cut too short. Oh. Um. Crap. What's the name of it? Describe it. Describe it poorly and see if we can recognize it. Uh, it's like superheroes. The boys. Um, not the boys. <laughs> the boys. It's not. It's not cut yet. The boys has not been cut. It's um. There's. It's like a group of four superheroes led by some doctor. You know, classic superhero. The Doom Patrol. It's not the Doom Patrol. You're describing the Doom Patrol right now. <laughs> oh. Uh, <laughs> oh, I what, don't know. What were their abilities? What What were the superheroes like? One kid who was like on the autism spectrum was able to like see the connections between technology and electronics. Okay. okay. And, and he was able. He was just like really good with technology, and he could like see code where others couldn't. Okay. Um, I think one guy just had super strength. There was. And then there were two ladies on the team. I think one of them had, like, psychic abilities. Or was this on Netflix or something? It wasn't on Netflix. I don't... Umbrella not Academy? Sure. Not Umbrella <laughs> Academy. They're coming out of the season two? Oh, yeah, they are. Uh, that's going to be good. All right, Jake, why you why think my show is The Finder? The Finder? It was on Netflix, and it was about one of the... It was basically, like, your classic detective who shows up to a crime scene like sniffs the air and he's like i know exactly what happened here interesting but like he's like basically like a super genius who's really good at solving crime but is kind of a deadbeat guy and then like through the show he progresses and becomes like important and like actually wants to solve cases and help people okay okay and there was only one season of it me and my friends all watched it and we're like where's the next season and i forget why it was cut short i think one of the cast members died suddenly i don't know oh, but it was crap. really good and, and everyone loved it hmm. interesting all right sure i found the name of the show though no it's called alphas alphas oh yeah, yeah there it is it was on sci-fi mm. ah that explains it yeah. firefly <laughs> was also on sci-fi gotcha <laughs> maybe they're known for cutting shows short actually i think it was on fox when that happened oh okay yeah but they aired it on sci-fi later. 
God, something that was cut short that I want to see come back. Crap, that's a difficult question. I think I'm sure I have, like, was so the answer many for answers. a while. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> we, we, we're, we're getting that eventually. We're getting, it now. we're getting it now, kids. Did I ever, like, talk to you guys about Half-Life Alex? We'll do that later. <laughs> you, did, you did talk to me about it. It was mind-blowing. It was so cool. Yeah. Um, I guess it really wasn't cut short as much as it, like, you know, could have gone on longer. But, like, I would kill for another season of the Justice League. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would be uh, so happy if they announced a new season of Justice League. That would make your day, Mr. DC fan. I follow most of the voice actors that were in it on Twitter. And they're constantly running a, a Justice League reunion hashtag. And I, I need to see <laughs> that happen. Oh, also Ash vs. Evil Dead. Ah, that, nice. that show that show ended too soon too, and that show was actually really funny. I should probably check that out because you said I would enjoy that. Well, if you've seen the Evil Dead movies, then yeah. I have seen the Evil Dead movies. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, what was that? Uh, I watched the like the original one a while ago, but I watched. The remake, like a year ago, okay. two years ago, and that was fun. That's a fun movie. It is. They're all goofy, even the remake. Yeah. The remake is like so violent, it's silly. It's yeah, it is so violent, and it, they're trying so hard to be scary that it's funny. Yeah. Great movie though. Great movie. So shall we wrap up? Yeah. Yeah, we've hit our hour mark. Talking for a while. Yeah. This has been really? a very media-oriented episode. That's It's good. We it like is. to have topics. Otherwise, we just talk about random things like bees and if their wings <laughs> have muscles in them or <laughs> other random topics like that. So True, I guess. I'm glad we it had a on focus. Topic. It was on topic. It's on yeah, brand. absolutely. Definitely on brand. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about on topic. <laughs> um, oh, oh well, I'm sure it will be interesting. Thanks for coming on, Ted. Of yes. course, I'd be happy to come yeah. on anytime you need me. We will definitely take that up. Yeah, Ted's our editor, so we work with him anyway. Yeah, I'm doing a lot of stuff these days, actually. Go, Ted. I got my website. I got jobs to do. I got freelance work. I got this. Got videos to edit. He's an Dang. adult now. I don't like that. <laughs> Jeez. Adult's a strong word. Let's Adult go with recent graduate. Yeah, that's better. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> do you have an outro that you guys do? No. You don't have an outro. You want to do the outro, Ted? Uh. No. Alright, that's the outro. Goodbye. Wait, uh, okay. I mean, we just say, like, be safe, you know, good luck in the pandemic. Yeah, Um, be safe, good luck in the pandemic. Check out our... Hope that you and your family are healthy, wherever you are listening to this in Germany. (laughs) Spread it to your German friends. Or non-German friends. They don't have to be German. Whoa, whoa, you can't say spread right now. You can't spread anything. Oh, sorry. Um... 
proliferate this amongst your compatriots. <laughs> Thank you, and good German night. comrades. Oh, oh, no. Okay, we gotta go. We gotta go. Yeah, we gotta go. That was also <laughs> Russian, buddy. Yeah, I know. All right, goodbye. Thanks for listening. It's really bad. Bye.